Marriage is complicated. I vomited on the spot. I was like, immediate divorce. That's why they're here to talk about it. And he thinks that burping is unacceptable, but farting is fine. Nicole Pellegrino. My thigh sweat is chafing together. Caroline Crawford Patterson. You're making it so difficult for me to do anything here. Honey, we're home. Cheers. Okay, episode three. Episode three. I am Caroline Crawford Patterson. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And this is Honey, Honey we're, we're Home. home. We need to stop doing that at the same time. Mm. It's cute. But, but maybe I'm, they could just clip it from other episodes and like put it in there. Oh, like, like there's got to be one time that it was fine. Yeah, yeah. It's Because yeah. otherwise I'm making really awkward eye, are, eye contact with you the whole time. Like, are we going to say it at the right time or not? I know. We've never even talked about it. It just happens that we say it at the same time. The same time. <laughs> but we're, we're making really awkward eye I'm contact just, to make that happen. I, <laughs> we're staring at each like other on the cue. whole time. We're like, <laughs> I'm a zombie today. I know. You literally did so much. Your eyes look really pretty right now. Thank They're you. They're like very brown, but thank like in you. a good way. Wow. Yes. Now I'm going to have to go home and look at it, but thank you. That's very nice. You're not nice. going to say anything back about my eyes? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in a comment. No, your eyes are great. And you know what's going to make your eyes really pop is your Halloween costume. Yes, which we need to update. I need to update you on, but maybe we won't do it for the whole podcast. But it's coming to life, but slowly but Good. surely. For a little bit of context, we're filming episode three. Mm-hmm. We are getting ready to launch. It's we're launching. Get, we're getting ready to announce at least a launch date. Obviously, we've got two episodes filmed. So the timestamp of this week that we're filming is pre-Halloween. Mm-hmm. We're getting really excited. Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah. So by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll it'll have happened. But hopefully not too long in the past. And, like, if it did, sorry, forgive us. But we're going to be – once we actually launch this thing, which is happening so soon, um, obviously it's launched now that you guys are listening to it. But we're going to be recording, like, as timely as possible. So, like, when Christmas is rolling around, we're going to be talking yeah. about Christmas. You know what I mean? No, we're doing it – we're doing it in the moment of time going yes. forward. But hopefully you guys will appreciate that we – tried to be as prepared as possible going into it like right. this was not like on a whim for us that we it's strategic spent, yeah we've spent all this time building up episodes so that we could <laughs> launch knowing that we had like a backbone to work off of listen we listen to the feedback we're strategic and then once we go a psychic recently told me that this podcast oh, yeah. is going to be big i didn't even bring it up to her she brought it up to me and she said it's going to be messy at first but aren't all the great things Mm -hmm. and then it's gonna be big so buckle in bitches get ready get ready and i also have one margarita in me oh you're drunk i'm not drunk (laughs) (laughs) so you're drunk i literally had too much time between the last thing i was doing and this and i stopped at margaritaville because where else would i stop true where's sorry my adhd what's the lip combo you got to drop it for us oh Oh my god, what a good question. Okay, I'm doing I have a dibs liner on that I set in powder. Okay. Then I put a buxom lip plumper liner on. This is a bit of a process. Yeah, it was by accident. But like it I just was amazing. sitting there. Thank you. Thank you. Like you need to make a video right after this. Or we'll just on drop this as a video of and, your lip. And like, then show I show your lips to the camera. 
I mean, you guys can't see. Well, we'll zoom in. It, they look so good. Thank you. And then I did the the candy gloss from Dior. Is that what? Yeah. Like there's like so. a brownish one. I think so. Whatever the color is, it's working. Thank you. I just found it in my bag. That's the best. Because if I put the if I put the lip stuff on, like the final, the gloss on, mm. before it's time, it's all coming off. No. You've got to put it on about three seconds before recording. Right. But and I saw this girl set that. with powder. Her lips. And now I like I've seen that recently too it. on TikTok. And I'm, I'm a, like, I'm you know what? Sweater. Mind blown. I didn't know we do that now. But I guess we do. No, but it helps because I do sweat. Same. I mean, we're sweaty girlies. Yeah, and that's fine. Sweaty girls are the best girls, though. Like, if you don't sweat when you're doing something, like, a little nerve-wracking, not that this is, like, quite literally, I feel like I'm just, like, talking to you, like, any other day, but then then it's not worthwhile. You know how they say, like, if you yeah. don't get nervous, then you're not going to be good? That's how I feel. Or you could, like, just have a hereditary issue, but that's fine, too. Yeah, true. You know, my grandmother <laughs> used get- to sweat profusely just vacuuming and I would say like what's wrong mm-hmm. and she would be like this is gonna happen to you too so <laughs> you better stop commenting and then when I went through puberty I was like this yeah. sucks like I would be in dance class and I would reek but I'd be sweating yeah and nobody else would be and I'd be like this is extremely embarrassing I look so out of shape I I don't sw- I don't reek when I sweat, but I am sweaty. Like I'm always glistening. Yeah. But one thing I've realized about myself lately is like smell is a huge thing for me. Yeah. As we talked about, kind of on the le- last episode with like dental care being bit. Like if if mine or my husband's breath ever smells, like that will be the end of our relationship. Right. So I do everything to prevent it. I also do everything to prevent just smelling, like breath and like body smelling. Like I will always be strapped with. A full-size deodorant, a Sol de Janeiro body spray, and I spray it in my hair. That's a pro tip. The hair perfume is – Pro tip. Yeah. That's important. I Mm -hmm. I have to do that too. I – I my entire life, I feel like my hair just like held smell. Mm -hmm. And that was so frustrating for me. And I will like double wash my body in the shower just because like I do sweat a lot and I just get so nervous about like the smell. And then someone told me once that – it's your, like, scalp and the texture of your hair that can be retaining the smell. Yes. And so I have, like, hair perfume. Yeah. I, like, do the scalp scrubber a lot. People get it. People like, don't... yeah, mm-hmm. I get really nervous about it. Yeah. This past weekend at F1, oh, yeah. I was – it was 90,000 degrees. I was spraying 24-7, just spraying myself, bathing in. Doesn't it make you want to shower? Yeah. It, like, made my hair gross, but I was just, like, spray- over-spraying it. Not the spray, but, like, when you smell. Like, I oh, feel yeah. like I smell because I need a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Even you if you're it. clean. Yeah. Mike showers literally seven times a day. Our water bill's insane. Girls can't do that. No, my skin would fall off, and it'd be so dry. Wait, can I tell you something? Mm. When John and I started dating, I went to his dorm. Oh, wait, this is on one of our list for today about dating a guy from college yeah we're gonna get into the episode um yeah sorry we are but you guys i started dating john i went to his dorm room and there was a stack of towels like 20 high i was like all different colors this is also a reason i love john though i was like what's going on no 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 you can sh- – I get it. Like, he played a sport. He wants to shower multiple times a day. I'm not going to argue with that. Mm-hmm. Tell me why he thinks that you're allowed to use a towel one time. I Once. love that about him. No. Because most guys think that you use that freaking same towel no. for three weeks. It had to be, like, 
And his mom would buy him the towels and wouldn't question it. And when I said to her, like, your son literally thinks he needs to use the towel one time, she was like, what? My mom had to tell him. I had to tell him, especially when we moved to New York, you have to pay for your would laundry. Would he use it once and throw it out or use it once? And wash it. And Okay, okay. But he would shower three times a day. So he was using three Just towels a day. Uh, in his defense, okay, that is serial killer behavior, John. But in his defense, the like when Mike showers and uses his towel, I will then feel the towel and it will be sopping wet. Yeah, like some their people don't know how to dry off, and they do, yeah, they're not no, doing it. Correctly. Some people because I also watched my sister recently <laughs> dry off. The, no, I listen, guys. She doesn't know how to dry off. I watched her get out of the shower. <laughs> I always wondered when she got dressed, her clothes were soaking wet. She didn't use a towel, right? Mm-mm. Like, she held it up to her, like, flat. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what she did with it. She didn't put it around her body. She didn't dry off. She gets dressed wet. And I'm like, I watched her do it. And I was like, you're wet. And that's why, because you're not drying off. And then I said, what towel do you use at school? And she said, no, I have a robe. And I was like, no, your robe is oh. not your towel. No. But it's no, actually, no, 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 no. no, it's my fault. I didn't teach her how to dry off. You've got to pat. You pat yeah. your entire body until you are dry, but still moisture in your skin. So a lot of people then don't you know how. lotion up. Yeah. And then robe goes on. And I didn't know how to lotion until like last year. Oh, I. I never lotioned my body lotion. until like last year. What? Never. That's a, that is what men do. Men yeah, don't no. use lotion. No, no. Well, John uses lotion. He would like have lotion. I'd be like, I really don't Another need that. Another reason John and I are the same person. Yeah. Mike won't use lotion on his body. He said it makes him feel weird. I cannot go to bed without putting lotion on. And aloe, yeah. recently I got a bunch. Of, I like went oh, on aloe. an aloe binge. I'm like a freaking aloe ambassador these days. I swear to God. Um, not paying me. I wish they were. But I they gave me this magnesium lotion when I was shopping. And why am I talking about aloe on every episode? I did a whole aloe thing last. No, it's because you were wearing aloe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but yeah, and they gave me a whole, they, a magnesium lotion. That shit puts you to bed at night. Like it is. Oh yeah. I take magnesium every night. My acupuncturist told me to start I taking drink it. it. I drink it. I drink it. And now I rub it on my body. Yeah. I'm covered. I'm not it. even like, I literally take it every night now. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Mike does too. We're obsessed. It does put you to sleep, but you can't take the wrong kind because it will give you some crazy dreams. Oh, I thought you were going to say acne and I was about to No, it gives you crazy and dreams and like TMI, but it gives you crazy poops. Like, it's pretty wild. Really? I always have that. Because magnesium is like, yeah, but, and I do too. So, like, like imagine it being like, times a day. imagine having, you know, like, you're woken up at 1 a.m. Because, like, you will literally might. That would be insane. <laughs> yeah, no. That, <laughs> I was like. I pee in the middle of the night. But then someone was like, you're taking the wrong magnesium. I did switch to the a different type of magnesium, and now it's better. It puts Which me to sleep. One? I don't I have do bad calm. dreams. Yeah, the, the calm one. Is the good one? Because it's good for your muscles and your digestive tract, and I might have, like, diverticulitis, and now it helps that, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyways. What is that? People don't know how to dry off. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, like, a stomach thing. I don't know. I thought it was my endo, but apparently diverticulitis, which is, person. like, very common, and I thought it was, like, the gluten. Mm. My acupuncturist was like, you really need to get a colonoscopy for that. I'm like not, I'm not doing gluten anymore and I'm so sad about it. I just can't. Yeah, pretty, when I eat it, I get terrible. sick. Yeah. Like I feel sick. Terrible. And that's Mike's fault because he has celiac and he's – I've eaten gluten-free with him for a while. Like still eating some gluten. No, when you stop eating it – It builds up an intolerance. It does. That's what happened to me because before the wedding, I like did keto. I was already doing it kind of like – 
Mm -hmm. my natural diet, but I just committed to not eating carbs because I already have an insulin like resistance and now I can't have gluten or I don't know, whatever. Miss it. Okay. So this episode, the big thing we're going to talk about today is friendships. We talk about our husbands enough. We do. We're going to talk about friendships Mm -hmm. in long-term relationships or after marriage. Yes. Yeah. Which is so important. I've realized over my wise years at age 30 years old, I've realized that female friendships are more important than ever. Like you really got to put effort into them. Everybody says marriages work. You got to put effort into it. Obvious fucking leave. Can I tell you that like, I don't know what that guy put in my margarita, but I'm tipsy for sure. <laughs> we look, we both look like we're like, in a I trans. can't. <laughs> The paneling behind you is no, like paneling. blurry to me. No, no, no. The pa- I was okay, about my to say eyes the feel really bizarre. That's why I'm staring through your okay, soul yeah. because I can't look around your head. We Literally, the them. guy. Also, I kind of got hit on, which was like so nice because he did it very respectfully. Oh. He was like, he took my ID and he was like, and he said it so nervously. He was like, "But you're beautiful." And I was like, thank you for saying that. But like, he wasn't actually trying to hit on me. Oh, it was like, like respect. You know, like it was like, I was like, thanks. You made me feel good about myself today. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's, I think that's fine. Fine. I told John the other day, I said, I feel so bad for you. You'll never know. Sometimes you see a guy being a certain way to a girl. Yeah. But you'll never know if he's being creepy or not because it's an intuition thing. Yeah, That yeah. you just don't have. Yeah. So no. he'll look at me all the time like, was that weird? And I'll be like, no. Or sometimes I'll be like, that was so weird. And he's yeah. like, what do you mean? No, I mean, there's definitely, there's a fine line between, like, creepy, you want to bang versus, like, okay, yeah. a, just a normal guy. Like, I got in the Uber yesterday, and or the other day, and my Uber driver was like, you have a really nice smile. And, yes, at first I was like, ew, creepy, but then I yeah. was like, honestly, just, like, a nice thing to say to he me. He just means that, like, like, nicely. Yeah, it was like, honestly, thank you. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm slightly tipsy right now. That's Okay. We'll just, I didn't like, do it on purpose. Like, I literally souls. didn't even finish my drink. Like, I don't know what he put in it. I'm it's a margarita of all happy hour, and my drink was eight bucks. Well, then it better make you tipsy. So. I mean, I get drunk off literally looking at alcohol these days yeah. because I'm just a lightweight. Yep. Um, okay. Okay. So, so now that we've established where we're at. We're going to talk about friendships, and yeah. you have an interesting story to share, which I'm so excited to unpack. And we have a listener email. You guys have been emailing honeywerehomepodcast at gmail.com with questions. So keep emailing those yeah. because they're so helpful. Should we go ahead and read it? You're drunk, so I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What if my Even eyes though I have like dyslexia. You, I'm going to read it with you so that I don't lose track since I'm so drunk. Perfect. Okay, she says, I was in a friend's wedding last year and the relationship has changed a lot over the past few years, but I didn't say anything due to her upcoming day. Now that the wedding's over, I want to slowly drift apart and make distance between us. However, I feel bad that I've been in her wedding and that means I can never break that friendship. Thoughts? So basically they were in Mm. each other's weddings. Yeah, but it's also kind of complex. Yeah. She did the, she did what she thought she was supposed to do, which was. Like she should have never kind of been in her wedding. I I don't, yeah. If she, but that's the thing is like, you're right. She shouldn't have been. But I think the hard thing to do is sometimes the right thing to do is not only the hard thing to do, but the thing you really don't want to do, which is like, if she was really feeling that way leading up to the engagement or leading up to the wedding, Unless it was like a two-month engagement. You know what I mean? Like let's Mm. say it's an average engagement, which is at this point a year at least. She should have felt like she could have had the conversation with her. And pulled out? 
because obviously we're not getting the whole story not even pulled out just right. to be like obviously we're like we don't know what it is it said she said the relationship has changed a lot over the past few years we don't know why this is very surface level yeah like i almost need more details like why is it changed like, no we don't know why in. like hopefully because when you leave so much time in between that even though i agree sometimes if it's very trivial it's like or non-trivial trivial means like um <laughs> Like, not we important. We, like, need a teacher on set with us. No, we really do. But trivial means... <laughs> if it's trivial... Like, like light, right? If it's trivial, fine. In right. her case, like, she might be overreacting. But if right. it's a serious issue, then they should have talked about it instead of letting, like, yeah, distant time and go by and, like, more distance. And now it's more frustrating. And now you want to not be friends. And you just right. did it out of obligation. Right. Well, I also think that, like... It is okay to just, like, say yes to being a bridesmaid, be in the wedding, and then drift apart. Like, that is okay. I don't know how far she is from the wedding, but, like, in terms of when it comes to friendships after marriage in the first place, at least for me, and I've seen this with my friends, I don't take it personally, but maybe it's because I know I've been through it, is that there is, it's not a falling out, but there is a bit of, like, pullback after the wedding. Mm-hmm. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I just like hit puberty. Go on. I ha- <laughs> mm-hmm. My voice cracked. There's fallback after the wedding. There is a little bit with your friends because yeah. everything, this is so natural. Even my most selfless friends, like everything is so heightened and it's about you. And then all of a sudden this big thing happens. And mm-hmm. yeah, like there's just natural rebalancing. You're saying there's a little pullback from the friends, not the bride? No, from the from the bride, I think. I think the okay. bride just kind of goes into her own world for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and she's then it's busy like, and you're just figuring stuff out. Like, yeah, as much as people say marriage isn't different, it actually is. So it's yeah. like I don't, you well, know, I don't know like, explain focused it. Focused on her husband now, right? And well, I think I I thought you were saying pull back from like the friends because I mean, for me at least, my friends were probably fucking sick of me after the. There, I think dead ass, my friends and were that's like, probably we need a true quick too. Break from you, right? Know, like, like you are giving so much to that person. Yeah. You yeah. probably do. Yeah. I mean, the friends are probably like, okay, this was fun. Like, we gave it our all being a really good supportive friend to you. But now we need a freaking break. And that might be how she's feeling. Like, yeah. she was like, and who knows, this girl, the, the girl she's talking about might have been a bridezilla. And she might be, that might be how she's feeling. She Maybe. might be like, listen, I, I gave it, it my all for you. But like, now I, I kind of want to be done with you. Yeah. Like, we, I just need more details. Like, I what do, too. I do if this to- is something, like, back to pre-engagement. But to, long story short, like, I do think that when you are a bride, you choose people that you believe are going to be in life your life forever. Yes. But some However, people don't. Some people choose people that have been in yeah. their lives forever and and don't take into account the future aspect, which they should the future aspect. Like, and some people, some people like, choose people that have been in your life for the past – I guess, yeah, True. Sometimes mm-hmm. you choose people that have been there for you for the past year. Like, yeah, they're probably, you know what I mean? Well, like, but if you see them in your lives forever, then like choose them, even though if they've been there for the past year. Only. Yeah. But I'm saying like some people choose a childhood friend just because they're a childhood friend, but they yeah. might be drifting. You know what I mean? It's all very fluid. I think yeah. it's okay. I don't think that you have to feel obligation to keep being like in that person's life because you were in their wedding. But I right. think you do owe it to yourself. And to that person, at least, to have a conversation with them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because obviously there's something going on. Yeah. She needs to get to, like, the why in herself and in that person. Like, why why do they feel distant? And listen, like, 
if it's not worth overthinking, then like that's fine. Slowly drift apart. Let the distance happen. I do think that to some capacity though, friendships do change after you're married. Some friendships, not all friendships from the bride standpoint. Mm -hmm. So like also she shouldn't feel like it's 100% on her to make that friendship work anymore. Right. It needs to be on the bride's point too. How do you think friendships change after you're married? I think there's just room for friendships to change. Like I think that after you get married, you 100% feel this kind of attitude sink in over you over time where you're like you don't really care about the dumb stuff anymore. Yeah. Like you I have other stuff going on like secure in your in your You feel more secure. Yeah. So like for example, if someone was talking crap about me, mm-hmm. I probably I can't explain to you why, but like I probably would care less. Mm-hmm. I'd be like I have like other stuff going I'm on. Right. Like I'm I have planning a yeah. family. Yeah. Right. Like I th- I don't really have time to care about what you're saying about me. Right. But it would also mean that if that's the kind of time that other people continue to be on, mm-hmm. that like you're allowed to move on from that. Yeah. I like a literal tactical way I think that ma- rela- or friendships and relationships change after marriage is that like when you're married, I mean, when, even when you're engaged, when you're together with somebody, you and your significant other are kind of expected to do so much together, like your relationship. Yeah. And you want to do so much together. Yeah. You want to go to things together. You want to go to events together. Be, like, obviously, going to weddings together, being each other's date, doing double dates, dinner dates, etc. You want to do that with your significant other. But yeah. I do think, like, marriage really makes it, like, okay, these two, Nikki and Mike, are never coming without each other. Right. They're, like, so in that aspect, it changes. Like, you almost feel some obligation to, like, only do things that are, like, couples only. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah. And which you shouldn't. But. Huh. Yeah. Like, but, like, you with just, people that make you feel safe to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you, you know, like, when you're married, like, you get invited to do, like, double dates a lot yeah. more. And, like, like you, we're always, like, let's get the boys together. Let's do, like. But um, I think, like, so that can that can just, like, contribute to friendships sometimes severing. Because think about it. If you have single friends that aren't at that point yet, yeah. they probably get annoyed. They're probably like, why is, does Nikki always have to try to bring Mike to things? Like, what? Which doesn't happen, please. I do no, so much but which goes it, into but. your point about saying, like, yeah. It just goes into your point about just being happy for your friends at their stage of life. Yes. I wrote that down because I was like, literally, that is such a good tip for, I honestly stole it from like Tinks or something. I feel like she's always saying that on her stuff. But it is so true. Like for female friendships, it, it's the hardest thing to do because I'm, I can yeah. get like jealous as fuck sometimes, but I have to check myself all the time and just be like, you gotta be happy for this person. Yeah. If, if they're really your friend and if you're really going to be a good friend to them, yeah. you've got to be happy for them no matter where they are in life. Yeah. Whether they're, you know, one of my best friends has the most beautiful, I feel like I've talked about this before, has the most beautiful house in Miami, the cutest little baby ever. Not that I can't have those things one day, but I'm not there yet. And I, instead of being jealous, which like at first, that's my first inclination, I'm like, no, I'm genuinely so happy for her and the life that she's yeah. built with her family. And that is just such a happier existence, being 
happier versus jealous. Right. Or on the flip side, I've been with Mike for fucking ever. I have some single friends that are all over the dating apps that are living their damn life, living it up. It looks so fun. Big going out in the city, getting hit on by hot guys, getting drinks, that exciting roster life. Do sometimes am I like, oh, that looks fun. Like, am I jealous? Yeah. But then I'm like, no, be happy for them. They're going through that phase. Yeah. and remember the grass is it, not the grass always is not greener. I always say that the grass is not always greener. Yeah, no it ain't. I think remembering that is key number 1. Yeah. I think key number 2 is effort like an intention. Mm-hmm. I for one flopped at that for like a minute. But I'm so grateful to have friends that like let me come back to it. Like I yeah. moved away from all of my friends and so it wasn't even just marriage, it was just like so many things at once and I have so many friends that really could have said like she got married and then you know, like we don't hear from her as much. And yeah, instead, but if they did, then I don't think they're a great friend. Right. But, but they I could've. think it goes both ways. Like yeah. I give that to my friends too. So like I hope for it kind of in return and maybe that's wrong. But like you know what no, I mean? I know I'm like, what you mean. So you're like, don't neglect me. Hello. Well, no, like I well, I I'm saying like I give my friends grace, like when they Oh, okay, okay. If they need, you know, like if they're like into their own thing right now, they've got a lot going on. Yeah. Like, I don't think you don't love me anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. You know what I mean? So like, I would hate for you to think that about me. Right, right. But my friends gave me a lot of grace to like come back and be like, I am learning how to like communicate with you guys all the time, even though I'm not seeing you face to face, which like the move thing is huge. Like when you move, you realize that like. It's hard. There's so much more intention that has to go in to like like being in a relationship with your friends yeah I like I have a friend who is so bad at our group text there's five of us in a group text for example all friends from college she's so fucking bad at it we'll be like did Taylor I love you to death Taylor I'll, I'll be like we don't talk about her behind her back so I'll be like did Taylor die like what's going on but she'll, like, come back in every once in a while. And don't get me wrong. We can all be bad about it. I suck at this, too, sometimes. So it's not just her. Just no, I'm terrible. First example. I'm and she'll come in and she'll, like, send this long thing. She'll be like, I'm so sorry. I've just been so busy with this, that, and the other, whatever. And we've never once been like, well, you know what? Why? Blah, blah, blah. Like, no. We're always just like, Taylor, it's a text. You're. St- I'm going to love you the same no matter what. Like, don't feel like you have to apologize. Please, like, we love you. We're glad you're back. Good to good to have you back. Yeah. But like, you know, it's it's not. I would never be like, you really need to answer. More. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm saying something super serious, announcing like something huge, then maybe respond. But it's a freaking group chat. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like if gonna... it's urgent. Yeah. But at the same time, like just double. Like, yeah, I'll double tax. I think the Give second the key though is like blending your. And this is just gonna be like very real. Like. I think it's not talked about enough, like, how much of a relationship – I don't know how to say this, but, like, (laughs) your partner needs to get along with your friends and your family. Let's talk about that. And I'm not saying, like, marry somebody that sucks dick, but, like, your friends and family like him. No, but, like – Well, a little bit, actually. Right, but, like, it is a huge part. Like, when I think about my high school friend group, we all love each other so much. We – some of us could not have less in common. It has nothing to do with how much I love them, though. Like, mm-hmm. I love them with my soul. And, like, incorporating each other's significant others over the years and, like, as people have gotten married has been a huge priority for all of us. Yeah. And it has 
meant so much to every single one of us to be able to feel comfortable with each person's significant other. I don't have everybody's number. I don't text their husbands. Like, it's not like that. But, like, I am happy to hang out with them. They're always welcome. Well, so that's – we need to talk about this. The relationship with your friends, significant others, and vice versa. Like, John and Mike's relationship with our friends – I think I agree. I totally think it should be very strong. All the significant others and friends should like the ideal perfect scenario is that we're all hanging out. We're all doing fun weekend trips from the significant other standpoint. I think the significant other, aka our husbands, need to do everything in their power yes. to make friends and family, obviously, but friends really like them. Like I want you my, one of my one of the ways you can show me love is making my friends obsessed with you. 100%. I also controversial to your point or contradicting. I think that Mike should have all my friends' numbers and if yeah. they text, if I find out like you and Brooke are texting, I love that. Yeah. I, well, and but part of that I think factors into the fact that Mike and I have known each other and our friends For since so college. And so Brooke and Mike at this point are brother and sister. They yeah. knew each other before. John has we all knew of each my other. friends' numbers. I have all of his friends' numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have like all of my friends' husbands' numbers, but John does. Like yeah. actually. So yeah. like John does act, like that's I think that's healthiest. a test for me where I'm like did you get their number? Do you have their number? Like, I should be able to Ugh. say, can I get this person's number? And it should be my friend's husband. Like, yes. And he should be able to give That's me that the number. That's hottest thing in the world. You know what world. I mean? Like, when Mike is friends with my friend's husband yeah, fiance. You should have the number before I have the number because that's how much yes. effort you put into it. I didn't think yes. twice about it because I can just text my friend. But, like, you should have gotten should his number. Have. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be talking, honestly. No, you, you should. should. Be talking about I, Nothing makes me smile more when I'm like, oh, you're texting him or you're texting him. I'm like, great. Like, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, you need to be that. friends with them. And if you're not, the point isn't really that, like, the point is that it's bad if you're not doing it. It's like yeah. there are so many different levels that you could be friends with my friend's partners that, and they're all fine to me. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't make the effort, that's why we'd be like, this is a red flag because yeah. I'm missing something here. If other people don't like you, like right. I am missing something. If you're not putting forth the effort, like you don't, you clearly, and this might be wrong to some people, but like you clearly don't respect me enough to like. No, that's that makes sense. Create a lasting impact among my friends and family, and like that doesn't sit right it's with me. Selfish, because here's the thing: is is your husband always gonna love every single one of your best friends, men or significant others? No, realistically, might not. Like they might, some of them might not have the best personality. I'm not saying all my friends' boyfriends and husbands are perfect. Trust me, but it's it's an act of love and respect for you if he's making yeah. that effort. Yeah. And if he's not, it's selfish and lazy. I think because no, like I agree. You you like we all just want to sit back and not try to schmooze other people. Like that's easy, but. Similar how, to how we do, I'm sure, and you do, I know you do, with, like, John's coworkers and John's friends' wives. Like, I go out of my way to, like, become friends with Me the, too. the guy friends' wives. And I, Always. And, and nine times out of ten, I fucking love them all. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying you have to be fake and, like, suck up to somebody who sucks because not everybody in the friend group is going to have the perfect significant other, which we also have to talk about, like, what to do, what to do when you don't. Yeah, that's a problem. But if – at least for us, clearly, if you're in a good, a good, healthy relationship, you're making that effort to yeah. be friends with 
the, especially the significant others. What are your thoughts, though, on, like, if John is texting your friends that he hasn't known for a while? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, if John and I, I know I joke about if John that, is John texting is my, my friend, husband, but... Like, it's because I'm not texting back, so he's just getting to the point of making the plan, and I appreciate it on both of their facts that they, like, just jumped over me. Right. I'm like, thank you for reading the room without having to ask me. That's fantastic. The only way I would, like, just be texting John willy-nilly is for And I love John to the – but is – well, first, I'm a huge, like, group texter. Like – if I need, yeah. if I want to do something with you and John, I'll put you, Mike, and John in a group text. Hundred percent. Even like, if it ends up being you, me, and John, or me, yeah. you, and Mike. Yeah. We don't care. I'm a it's big just, grouper. But yeah. and yeah, the only time I'm gonna like text John just one on one is if we're planning like a surprise thing for you. Yeah. Or like if you're literally not answering, and I think you're yeah. Not. I only text my friends, boyfriends, husbands one on one when. I am doing something that surprises them, just like you said, or mm-hmm. they won't answer. But, like, at the same time, if Mike and Brooke were texting about something funny that reminded them of each other or whatever, yeah. that would be totally no, fine No, that's fine, me. too. I'm because, like, they've, again, they've known each other. I just think it's but really important. But if John important. and I started, because you and I haven't known each other since college, that would be fucking weird. You just have to think about the long game here. <laughs> I was like, this reminded me of you, John. Right. That would be weird. That would be weird. That's like a flirt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Because what really should be happening here is that if it reminds me of you, it's something that happened when we were all together. Right. So, like, we're all going to get a laugh out of this. Right. Me icing you out of the laugh is just kind of cruel. Right. We should all get the laugh. Or if Brooke and John were ever – I mean, fucking now, Brooke (laughs) and John are texting. We literally can't. If Brooke and Mike were ever, it it, 99% positive, it would be about me and it'd be something they'd be, like, making fun of me Yeah, no, yeah. You know, I still would want to be in that. Okay too. Yeah, they put me in it. Yeah, that's I like because that has happened to me before. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, at least I can provide a laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's fine. Oh, with I love me. being laughed at. That's but like I do think, language. like ultimately speaking, your friends should like your partner, and your partner should at least respect your friends and like yes. have their back on stuff. Like even if like, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. just. It just is the way that it is because you've got to think about the long game. Like I, yes. in an ideal world, you're you and your partner like are excited. Your partner is excited to go on a trip with mm-hmm. your other friends because they get along with their partners or put put effort into it. It's like they're not the one out or out guy or like you want your you right. want your sisters to like be comfortable leaving her kids around Mike and like. Yeah. You are well, family. And the opposite of that is a toxic relationship where the guy's like, you know what, your your friends kind of suck, and then gets you to start seeing them differently, and then next thing you know, you're isolated. I think that's such a. To- I've seen relationships yeah, the isolation where is really isolation is happening, and then it backfires because if you're, let's say, you're isolating your significant other or you're being isolated, then you end up having no friends. If you're yeah. being isolated and then it backfires on the person who's doing the isolation because you get all clingy on them and they get turned off and it's just a downward spiral because yeah. who else are you supposed to cling on if you're isolated from your friends? That's yeah. why friends are just so important. You never know what's going to happen in a relationship. God forbid something happens. Who do you turn to? Your friends. Your friends. And you can't turn to them if you shut them out and you've ignored them over the years and you've sucked at communicating and you've forgotten their birthdays that's one thing i wrote down like how to keep the friendship like go all out for the birthdays send them a little something in the mail you know you don't have to be a gift giver but like yeah acknowledge their birthdays try to get together care yeah be a little thoughtful call them 
You have to be, I think you do as we get older. I asked my mom this the other day, actually. I was like, do you have any friends still from, I'm so close with my high school friends. I was like, do you have any friends from high school still? And because, yeah, because she doesn't. And and she was like, it's just life. And I realized that that is actually just life. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that we have to practice so much grace in our friendships. Yeah. If we have any hope of like holding on to them. For decades to come. Yes. Because you are in a relationship with them, but you are not in the most intimate relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might have stuff going on at the same time that prevents you both from being there for each other at the same time. Or, like, yeah. sometimes. Give them grace. Right. Like, you have to because. Life is busy. Life is really busy and it's only going to get more busy. Well, and if you're one of those girls who's going around writing off friendships because so-and-so couldn't make it to your big birthday weekend in the upstate new york cabin yeah because of whatever reason then you're not you're not gonna end up with you're gonna end up with no friends because yeah it's just it is hard to make it to some of these weekends it's It's hard hard to it's just hard life gets in the way you you're and obviously as you plan families as you get married you have a whole nother when you get married you have a whole nother family all of a sudden your in-laws hopefully you're close with them um you just have other obligations you have work Sometimes yeah. after a full week of work, you no. can't get me to go anywhere. Really? <laughs> and you should just, it's like cool. Yeah. Like it's fine. fine. Like, you know what I mean? still be there as, like still show the other qualities of a good friend and you'll be great. On the flip side though, like I do have friends who make it to freaking everything. It's reciprocal. It is. I have stuff like you that know? too. Okay. So let's quickly, do you know what? Let's take a break. Let's do our ick of the week. Let's lighten it. I love that. Let's lighten it. Let's do our ick of the week. And we can do a good thing of the week after that so we don't get canceled. Okay. Yeah. People are like crazy, Nicole. I know. They're going to be like, they hate their husbands because we yeah. say they have an ick. Yeah, but we like, hate whatever. them. Um, okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want Mine me to? Mine is like not great. But it's not Mine's great funny. for you. Like okay. you're going to be like, this is stupid because you're going to agree with it. Like everything that. <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, I Everything I say, you're like, I agree with John. <laughs> I know. It's humbling for me. And you find out we're texting about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is yours? Last weekend, I was trying to tell John a fact about a Taylor Swift song. And he was drunk and he was so rude to me. Like, he dismissed me. He was like, I literally don't give a shit. Was this when I was with you guys? No, no, no. This is, this must have been Saturday. I was like, excuse me? And he was like, I don't care. And I truly was like, you are not a feminist. You suck. I was like, don't, you can't even pretend to listen to what I'm saying. He's like, I've heard enough about Taylor Swift. And I, it. yeah, I was, I was mad for like 24 hours. He's at his breaking point. Right. Cause I listen to talk about stupid stuff all day long. Yeah. The least that you could do is listen to me say something about somebody who won a lawsuit by strategically writing a song about it to use as evidence in court. Like, like that's pretty. To care. That's pretty smart. Yeah, that is. Anyways, cool. I want to hear it later. That's my ongoing ick, though, because he just like won't stop being negative, and I'm like, if other people hear this, they're gonna have a problem with you. And now I'm telling everybody, anyways. John bullies Caroline. No, I mean John hates Taylor Swift. 
John he doesn't. He'll Taylor. sing Taylor Swift. He doesn't hate Taylor Swift. We were Swift. in a bar with Nicole, and he starts, like, bopping to the song. And I was like, oh, you yeah. don't even know this is Taylor Swift, do you? Like, <laughs> he, he likes it. it. Yeah. He likes it. But he just, he's not a Swifty like you, and that's, that's okay. I ain't no Swifty. Yeah, Nicole's not a Swifty. <laughs> I mean, I respect her. I just, like, like her songs. I don't know her life. Right. Um. No, I mean, I see both sides. He can't be mean. We don't like the meanness yeah, about it. Yeah, don't be mean. But he had a little bit of alcohol. We all get a little mean sometimes. Oh, alcohol. yeah. Uh, look at me for sticking sure. up for John. Look but at, at the same time, John puts... <laughs> that was about to sound so bad. John puts up. No, I... Yeah, if I, I know you and John, he entertains some stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Mike does the same thing. That's why I know this. That he doesn't always want to mm-hmm. for us. No, on 24/7. the regular, 24-7. 24/7. So if he does get a little... But no, I mean, hey, it's still an ick. It's fine. On the flip side, we are going to Colorado next week to like go to visit my sister. Oh. No, we're going to go visit my sister and the whole family is coming. And we're going on Thursday. And my sisters are like, why are you guys not coming on Wednesday? And I was like, well, someone text John and be like... I want you to come on Wednesday, like yeah, because it's my it's his work source. schedule that we're really like fighting against. He can work remote, kind of. <laughs> so I was like, the best chance we have, mm-hmm. because he already knows that like I could go earlier because we already had a schedule conversation. Like I couldn't travel this week, but next week I can. And so I was like, best case scenario is that you text him like as his sister, being like. I, my sister's flying in from Paris too. So like we're all going to be together. She needs to guilt trip. So she, I was like, best case scenario is you text him and you're like, please, like, yeah. I miss you. Like, can See, you just come so a day earlier? They have that relationship where so, she can. So that's she did. And like, I'm so sorry, John. He's going to listen to this. I'm terrible. Like it was all a plan. Like it was so strategic to make him feel. Oh, he doesn't know right now. Yeah. <gasps> no, he doesn't know. So oh he came home according to said plan. And was like, hey, Carol, like, is there any reason that we're, like, not going on Wednesday? And I was like, no, like, do you want to go on Wednesday? And he was like, yeah, like, if you, like, you know, like, your sisters will already be there. Like, if you want to, like, book the flight to go earlier, like, you know, I think we're, like, wanted. to the trap. Yeah. And I was like, no problem. And I I rebooked it this morning. And I was like, done. (laughs) I was like, such a sweet idea. Good. And I, but that's a non-ick for me. It's an anti-ick because. Oh, that's your anti-ick. Okay, okay. Because I was like, you love my family so much. That you answered that. Yeah. Even though I went about it in a way that was like, maybe not the best. But listen. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You got the sister. Jenna and I do that all the time. It's a tag team thing. I go straight to my brother-in-law and I'm like, here's what's going on. Like, like we. Yes. It's oh a tag God. team situation. That's my anti-ick. I was like, that's very loving that you were like, yeah, let's go that's earlier. Really that's switch, really cute. Like, and like, it flight. is tough when they have to like work in the city and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That was your anti-ick. And or ick, your turn on. Turn on. Okay. Or turn on. That's a good one. Turn on. Okay. I like that. Okay. Okay. My ick is that mine is, I, I was looking at my ick list this morning and I was like, oh, I'll do this one. Um, How my, many things do you have your, on your egg list? <laughs> like three. I just I keep a running list, though. I know. I heard you say that last time, and now I keep thinking about it. <laughs> my egg – fuck, I lost my thing. Um, it, this happened like a couple months ago or whatever. I This is so Mike to a T. I asked him a hypothetical situation. I said, listen, if I got us a free long weekend in the Hamptons right. uh, in a mansion with a yacht – 
all complimentary, the nicest champagne. Who's sending the nicest, you a, I don't know. Who's sending you a mansion? I, and a no, literally nobody. But I, I don't know. This is a hypothetical. It's like a brand decided to send us. But if I, if are I, you, are you gonna whisper this in front of your money tree so that it? Yeah, I'm gonna manifest the shit yeah. out of this after this. Hopefully, this podcast is gonna manifest it for me. Yeah, we with us. We'll bring oh, you yeah. and John, which is why your husbands should like each other. Yeah, exactly. Which thankfully John and Mike do. They yeah. need, I need Mike to like talk to him more though, but I'll bully him about that later. Um, okay, so yeah, I said, would you rather that if I ha- if I presented you with that. Or would you rather go to the Italian festival with Louis in Hoboken? He loves going to the Italian festival in Hoboken, bringing Louis, our dog. Excuse me. And, and like, that's, it's like a crowded festival. It's so fun, don't get me wrong, but like, you get a sausage and pepper sub and it's just like a festival. I said, dead ass, which one? Like, be honest with me. He literally got this weird grin and he goes, the Italian festival. I go, you would turn down a yacht and a mansion in the Hamptons for the Italian festival, which, okay, you can sit there and argue that I'm It is a toxic. green flag. Like, he's not materialistic, obviously. Not at all. Almost too much not. That's, like, so wholesome that it might be a lie. That's, like, yeah, what? Yeah. That's true. It is Mike, very Mike wholesome. Mike plays a little too wholesome He's playing lately. the game. Remember Stu in the Crock-Pot the other weekend? Stu in the Crock-Pot. Nicole... <laughs> We went, we, Mike literally stayed home because he was making a stew well, that was in the an crock pot on Saturday. That he wouldn't come to the city and hang out with us. It was, was rainy. Like, it was tired. gross. It, but else? it was so funny. They, no, because he said he wanted to, to cuddle. Yeah. And you were like, I don't like <laughs> No, that's an ick. That's an ick. And I was like, I showed it to John. I was like, this is not an ick. I was like, this is the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mike can be and you're like, like no wholesome sometimes. Yeah. And that is my ick. I'm like, get. I'm Mike. I'm like, if I if I ever found out that John thought it was an ick that I wanted to cuddle, <laughs> like, I don't even know how I would respond. <laughs> ew, ew. Don't want to cuddle with so me. Sad. Don't want to cuddle. I mean, I'll cuddle. Love language. My love language is touch, by the way. But like, and you still don't, don't want to stay in and cuddle, <laughs> and put stew in the crock pot. Mike texted me when I was out in the city, and was like, "I have stew in the crock pot." Literally, this happened. <laughs> Which again, for any other woman, would be the biggest turn on. For me, I like, I was like, "Get you can take your stew in the crock pot and get out of my life because." Then <laughs> in your defense, sometimes <laughs> when guys want to cuddle. It's like way too tender for my liking. Like yeah. they're like I need children. Harder. And I'm like, <laughs> it's too gentle. I'm like, this is like you ever get the creepy crawlies? Yeah. Like I'll be like, that Not actually often. made me wanna like like John will like lay on me like so softly. I'll be like, I'm squirming. Yeah. Stop. Like either off. do it or don't do it. Like yeah. that's like. Then sometimes I'm like that. So it's really, it depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. And you can never predict what mood no, I'm in. No, you can't. I feel bad for them because they do yeah. have to. But like there is like a fine line. Cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's what, what a great point. And I like to say to John, I'm like, I'm in my luteal phase and I just expect him to know what that is at this point. Yeah. He doesn't. We got to do a whole But I'm going to stop educating him. Like he just. If he wants to know what I'm talking about, he has Google. Yeah, you got to look it he up. He can look that up. So that's my ick that Mike would rather go to the ham- – I mean the fucking Italian festival. Because that's a whole larger issue that we should do another episode about when we have way more time. Because I need you to aspire 
to want a yacht in the Hamptons with me. And that oh. sounds so materialistic. And I no, sound so pretentious. There's just a way to go about it. One time I did make the error of like having the like being like you want someone that wants a lot out of life. Yeah. Yeah. I made the error one time of referring to that as ambition, even though I know John has ambition. But it just was like the way it came out. I know what you mean. It didn't end well for me. Well, we need to do a whole episode yeah. on this. The, the difference between ambition and realistic amb- – the difference between delusion and ambition. Because I have delusion. Yeah. No, I Mike have and de- John have ambition. I'm fully delulu. Yeah. But that's fantastic for me because and I so, get like brought back down to earth. Yeah. That's I, fine. But I'd rather be delulu and I kind of need – sometimes I need Mike to be a little more delulu with oh, me. Oh, yeah, 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 But yeah, then yeah. he needs me to be a m- little more – realistic with him yes but then but i think it's a balance me and ali talked about this recently we were like we need to just merge because her boyfriend's really delulu and she's more she's like mike very realistic realistic. we need to like merge her boyfriend and mike and like make a new man a one out of them yeah so um that we can both have but that's growth over time yeah exactly you know what i mean and you 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 motivate i don't want i don't want a guy that's too delulu because i think that that's signing yourself up for a really crazy midlife crisis yeah 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 I'd be scared. I'd be like terrified. if you're Delulu now. Yeah, like how? What does it look like after three kids? They, get, they lose their minds. Later. Oh my god! That's and true. I would literally have to be like, and I saw it coming. Are they like? Good I would have to yeah. know. Yeah. No. I would. It's like you know. Wait, my turn on was today. Yeah. Mike sent me flowers before <gasps> I left. Like he's in the office today, and he literally sent flowers to the apartment, and I left before they actually arrived. He was like, "Did somebody text you?" He like sent an arrangement. Because this morning I told him I, th- I feel like we've been distant lately, and he like felt bad because he's been obsessed with fucking sports. Like it's been, I it's been sports, and then you know Nicole, what? And I know also, we're also like, in coming up on our time. John and I have been distant lately too. Tell him that maybe he'll send you flowers. I said I flowers didn't get are flowers. cool, but I need action. You, yeah, I'll get the action, but I kind of want the flowers. Oh, maybe we could just we trade, trade off what's happening <laughs> here. Love to trade because no, we have I'll been too, but. It's just like a really, also it's a really weird time of year, but nothing is worse. Like even when you're married, nothing is worse than like the feeling of like being distant because it's your best friend. You're like, something feels unsettling. And the whole thing with marriage is like, it doesn't feel unsettling. Well, and it's tough because you're, they're your best friend. You live together, but you can still feel distant. And that fucks with you because you're like, how are we distant if we're sleeping next to each other every night? There's no answer sometimes. It's really confusing. Sometimes it feels like you're dating again and you're like, I don't, it reminds you of like past phases of your relationship that you don't miss. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I thought, this goes into a whole thing. I thought we were going to have like way more like just time together this past weekend but we were with other people which was fine we had the best weekend ever it was so fun but and the sports and everything has been a lot I just like I was like I we're we've been distant yeah and he felt bad send flowers now I need to see action but the flowers are action so that's the cool. flowers are action that's really nice it's saying yeah. that he heard you yeah oh he heard which is oh, like a huge thing just like acknowledging yeah oh yeah yeah so he yeah heard. <laughs> He heard he sent me like a fucking paragraph text. I was like, okay, Good. I'm not reading this. You were sending me paragraphs. Nicole I've, was probably like, I can only take this from one person today. Stop. It was, it was a long text day. Stop, stop, I was stop. Spending some time reading. All right. Well, we'll we will unpack all of this and more yeah. in future episodes. Where what is our email or our um our Instagram? Oh that yeah. You guys need to follow. Yeah. It's 
because the emails one thing. Honey, we're home pod. I had to look. Honey, we're home pod. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then email us any questions at home. I can't talk. At honey, we're home podcast at gmail.com. Correct. People are going to be like, sometimes they're like this. No. Well, and if we're all over the place, you guys have to deal with us because the psychic literally told me that we were going to be at first. Yeah. And then after a couple episodes, it's going to like really pick up and we're going to be like very focused. Yeah. Oh, and we want to do games in future episodes. We do. We do want to do games in future episodes. And I think that also I being transparent, we said that we were going to talk about a lot of we said the whole point of this podcast, which it is, is to like talk about the stuff that is very real and actively happening in our lives and yeah. a lot of our lives that are in the same phase right now that isn't being talked about. And I think – I don't know if we underestimated this, but like in order to do that, you do have to be very emotionally raw with things that are actively going on with you. We're going to get vulnerable. Like even when you don't necessarily feel ready to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes – it is a difficult thing to talk about. Like even talking through the friend thing, like there are things where I'm like, I want to talk about this and I'm a little scared too. And I'm a little nervous too. And because it's actively happening. And I think that we feel that way with like a lot of stuff, like whether it's going to be like an in-law subject or a friend subject or a baby subject or a buying a house subject or like whatever it is, like we're going to tell it all. So it takes a little bit of like, it's going to be scary. We're going to have I big, like, vulnerability hangovers. That's the thing after yeah, this podcast. Yeah, we are going to have, like, uh, yeah. It's going to, like, we're going to need therapy after the podcast because we're going to be, like, we just told the whole world too much. We're both, like, <laughs> very much open books. Yeah. But I think that it's. We don't overthink it. No, but it's very difficult to just put it out there when you're actively going through right. it because there are other people involved sometimes. Yeah, you're going to ruin some relationships, but whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're going to do it, but it is like a thing, you know. And we want to have guests on. We yeah. got to have guests on. We have, we have a whole list. We, we got to have my one friend who is in an open relationship because it's so fascinating. I could freaking never. I'm going to st- sit there like. No, it's insane. We'll get her on soon because I like grill her about it. Um, we've got to have the married couple who's been together for 50 plus years and yeah, is still genuinely them. happy. Also, we need like Claire on. We have a whole. Claire would be great. Me, Nicole and Claire. I told Nicole this. I was like, we all have very similar Valentine's Day stories. Valentine's Day fiasco. Mm, the flowers. Like something takes over your human existence mm-hmm. in terms of a reaction. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not here to justify it for any of us, but I just want you to know, like, don't judge me because I'm sh- we're all doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just that's If I have to shower cry, to. like, that's kind of what had to happen. <laughs> on Valentine's <you> know? Day. <laughs> shower cry on Valentine's Day. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. Claire. She's like Martha Literal Stewart. She's she going to teach me how to be a good wife. I know. And she's... then we got to have, like, a marriage therapist. And then yeah, some. Yeah, we do. You know? Maybe after all of our – maybe after our – after the, like, whatever series we're doing right now, we'll, like, top it off yeah. with a therapist to make us both – she can talk the whole time and then we'll feel better. Yes. Well, I also think, like, just what we talked about at the end of this episode, like, feeling distant is such a common thing yeah. that so many fucking relationships go to. I know this firsthand because one time I posted about it on Instagram on my story and my DMs have never been so flooded by people being like, yes, I've been distant too. We're in a rut, whatever, whatever. It happens to every relationship and every marriage. So we need to have a therapist on to yeah. give tips for that. 
it's scary when you're young because you're like yeah you're like we don't have kids yet we're supposed to be like living our damn lives especially to the point of what we talked about last episode of like coming from a generation of such divorce i think sometimes at least for me personally if the rut happens i start to get triggered mm. I don't know what I'm looking at here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what, like, my parents' first sign of divorce was. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I didn't live their life. I know mine, and it's like, it is a rut. Right. Which, so that can scary. be extremely. There's always a way out of the rut. There like, always, always is. But I think at first when it happens, like, you do get a little pit in your stomach. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to be more concerned about them than this than I am at this moment? Like, is it more serious than I think? Like, just a lot of unanswered stuff. It's just confusing yeah very triggering it is okay but that we is all yeah we love don't you end. guys yeah that's so terrible <laughs> we love you guys i'm gonna um, go drink some tea yeah i'm not even sick i'm just raspy. no you're just tired you did f1 you did the phillies game <sighs> you're welcome mike no i'm just kidding that was so much fun the phillies invited us i was like i i was like we gotta go and mike's sports obsession I will say has been giving me great content for my social media channels and I've grown great. so much from it. Really? Like, literally over a thousand followers. We fantastic. Yeah, like sports. I'm a sports girly now. Sports influencer. See? Woo! Maybe, maybe it's hurting your relationship but really saving your career. Really save, which, yeah, can of both. No, I'm kidding. You literally can't, the, can't do it all but we can and that's what this, this is how we're going to do it about. all. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is about. But we love you guys. Next week, we're going to talk about something else in the series. Yes. We'll let you know you know what it is before we air. But we're excited. And I don't know. We'll hang up now. We'll hang up. This you is, first. If we were dating Nicole, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it would be. Love you guys. <laughs>